0: we are into the Millennials Anonymous Podcast.
1: And yes, it is your girl, Lise Winnie, and I am a fucking millennial. Today, we got a lot Get of stuff to talk about your as your
0: girl, Lise, gets you hyped and you comfortable. comfortable? They need to be comfortable. I'm WRDR and we're 98.4 FM.
1: I'm gonna have to throw this bitch in the river. i tell a lie, but
0: you cannot deny that them niggas, they fly.
1: Welcome back to a brand new episode of Millennials Anonymous Podcast. Yes, it is your girl, Lees Winnie, and I am a fucking millennial. Or should I say, give us because that's what happened with the white man that was jumping on the United States Capitol what? building, like they was not. What the fuck? Never not free. I, I, I just, I, I don't, I don't understand. Um, but there has been so much that has transpired since we've last had an episode. So I did drop a bonus episode because I had a couple people that kept asking me, "What is your opinion on this? What is your opinion on this? What is your opinion on this?" So I gave it, okay. And I, so if you've not had a chance to listen to it, the name of the episode is Why Are this is why all the buildings are white in D.C. Um, and basically because it, it's just it's supposed to attract the whiteness. Right. D.C. was made for white people that not the place itself, but the bills and the laws and the rules. they was all made for white people. And I think when they were making like the White House and they, they wanted to show this this level of purity and superiority of whiteness Uh, and and the the buildings it's they just be white and you know so i'm just i'm just gonna go with that okay it's not true but i'm gonna go with that okay it's a complete lie but we're gonna go with that people that's what people do nowadays you just make up your own truth and it becomes a fact so uh, factual uh, that's what i'm going with okay so fuck it if you if you're a historian like it's not it's because the graphite that they use. No, fuck it i said that the buildings are white because they were made for white people okay that that's what i'm going with all right and you're not gonna tell me otherwise okay q told me um speaking of which uh, a lot of them got kicked the fuck off of twitter and i know a lot of the the Republican congressmen and women and Republican senators are heated. They like y'all didn't took half my law following, and I don't even like it, which is crazy to me because instead of you being like a little bit like pause, you mean to tell me about <laughs> I got about forty thousand or one hundred and fifty thousand followers on my Twitter page that are spewing hateful rhetoric. Or are part of some type of white supremacist group, or they believe in conspiracy theories that are trying to overthrow the United States government in which I sit and it's my employer. Mind you, because I don't I don't give a damn. So like like let, let think about that for a minute, okay? Let's think about that shit. Let, 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 let's break this down. Let's break this down. For example, let, let's just let's just do a hypothetical, right? So let's say you work at Burger King. Okay Burger King is the king of the burgers they make sure that everyone can have it their way it's the democracy of burgers okay so it's the democracy of burgers but you notice that your other branch of burgers right your other branch of burgers called Junior is trying to come in and I use called Junior on purpose is trying to come in and stop the king from letting people have it their way so they say that we are gonna fuck up this Burger King Okay, we're gonna fuck up the Burger King with y'all still in it. Okay, they're gonna fuck up the Burger King while y'all still in it. Um, and they're gonna bring zip ties and flags of Carl Jr. And they're gonna bust windows and they bum rush the Burger King where it could potentially close down or potentially injure you with you in it. Okay, you in it. Because the head of the Carl Jr. is over there telling these people to bum rush you, okay? And would you not start to think like, hey, wait, wait, um, wait, first of all, my safety was totally on the line. Like, um, my safety was totally on the line and I might lose my job. I, I might I might have lose I might lose my job that's not good um instead of worrying about how many people follow you on Twitter like I know fashion nova is paying good but I didn't know it was worth like your job good like is that how much the revenue is on social media is that is that what they paying y'all like do we have senators out here modeling for fashion nova because I, clearly that just makes it makes no sense to me that their biggest concern is their biggest concern is their Twitter following. Now, we're gonna talk about this a little bit later because Trump got banned from everything, everything, everything. It, it's grand opening, grand closing, so he he can't do nothing. Okay, so we're we gonna talk about that a little bit later, but it's just crazy to me everything that has transpired, and it really shows you who is who on your timeline, so you really start to see who is who on your timeline, even though we've been seeing that for a while, but it really this incident has really brought out the crazies so the people that be like Woo-hoo, you a little wonky um woo, like oh okay you okay that's this you muted um, So like it just brings out the wonkies so is this been a crazy ass week we're starting to learn more and more about the people that did this which we're going to talk about that later in the top 10 trending topics as well it's just been such an interesting week of things that have transpired. But before we get into that, I want to give a big shout out, because you know I do this every week, to my guests that I had on last week, if we have a guest. And we had Miss Glozell on. Give a big shout out to Miss Glozell and Million Stories. They're, they're so dope. I just want them to know that I appreciate them. They was very, they were very pleasant to work with. So make sure if you have not I don't know, I'm not really saying go follow her because at this point, all most of y'all do. So she got like 4 million followers. But if you have not followed her yeah. yet, make sure you do uh, go follow her on all major social media platforms. She's such a lovely woman, much respect to her. So make sure you go out and follow her. Her grind is amazing. And make sure you go listen to the episode. So if you not had a chance, You will get a different side of GloZell, because usually, you know, we get the the silly side. We got the silly, because I'm silly and she's silly, but I think we also did touch on some other things that you don't normally hear her talk about. So, make sure you go back and listen to that episode if you haven't already. So, we have a guest today as well, so I'm excited for you guys to hear, because it's pre-recorded, we've already spoken. Uh, I'm excited for you guys to hear... Mr. Chef Hip himself. Baltimore's own personal chef Hip is here. He's going to be talking everything food, everything hip hop, everything, everything. He's so dope, such an awesome guy. When I tell you he is a genuine heart, you don't meet a lot of people like him. Make sure you go and follow him on social media. I think it's underscore hip underscore. So make sure you go follow him and see all of the treats and everything because he definitely has a skill. With his hands, and I mean in the kitchen. That's what she said. Just go look at it. it is looks absolutely delicious. If you ever need him for an event or a private or or a personal chef, please reach out to him, okay? Because he's so dope. So we're going to be talking to him a little bit later on in the show, and he is a white man. So if you, I know some of y'all are like, oh, you know, no, there are some nice white people out there and white men in particular, and he is one of them. So he's definitely a kind, gentle soul. So make sure you go out there and you support him. So let's get into these top 10 trending topics of the, wait a minute, before I move on. I also have to say, because I'm a football fan, I am a Ravens girl through and through because I was born in Baltimore. We have had a monkey on our back for a while that we cannot win, at least for the past three years, we cannot win a playoff game, okay, especially under Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson has finally won his first playoff game and first big game. I don't care how amazing he plays or the Ravens play, we always get shit no one gives us our due we always get a bunch of shit it's just what, ha- it was what happened um and it makes me upset that people just cannot give us our due even the fucking browns they have given them their due i don't know what the hell happened to pittsburgh and i'm like listen pittsburgh um, we can see them too. Uh, this, this is not a dream. This is not a test. Um, uh, we can see them. We, we see them too. We, we see them. They, they here with y'all. I don't know if y'all didn't know. I don't know. I don't know what happened there, but I've never seen anything like that in my life. Like that, that game was absolutely, it was an embarrassment to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Like it was almost like watching somebody who had kicked your ass, get their ass kicked. It just made you feel like, mm. you know, it just, it was one of them moments where it was like, mm like it just mm. not only get your ass that kicked your ass get their ass kicked by the person you kicked their ass twice it was like mm. It, it just it, it just made me kind of I, I felt some kind of way it was just very embarrassing Um, I, I felt secondhand embarrassment because they was in our division And I had some time to watch Netflix and it is the show on Netflix And I'm gonna get to the top 10 training top. you know I'm long-winded as fuck So if you like I said if you brand new to the meeting welcome okay this is just how I do Um, It was a show on about the history of curse words or swear words so I was like damn and that was a really interesting one so make sure you go out, like cause I like little documentaries or shows informational shows like that like that's the shit that I watch like I fucks with that type of stuff heavy and I was like ooh and they had Nicolas Cage as the host and it was just, it was good I also watched Death to 2020 it was like a silly version like they were pretending like it was a documentary they had actors playing different roles like science like you know if they were talking to a scientist or a historian or you know like a trump campaign person like they had they were playing it i was like it was okay but the only only reason i watched this is because it was number one on netflix and i'm like what the fuck is this it's called the Bridger bridgerton's bridgerton i think is what it is Bridgerton. And I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Okay, it's got a black man. He got on a top hat. um You know, it's, it's this white woman on here, look like Gone with the Wind, but with you know, the liberal version. So I was like, "Okay, let me see what the fuck this is." So I, I turned it on. When I began watching it, I was like, "Okay, this is like this Elizabethan king, queen, monarch shit." And I was like, "All right," and I was like, "Let me, all right, I, I'll just, I'll watch it." and so I was watching it and I kind of got a little bit entertained in it but then as as the show went on i I guess I won't spoil it for you but as the show went on one of the things because this was made by Shonda Rhimes yes that Shonda Rhimes that that did all of the shows like Scandal and all of those types of things it became very apparent to me That most of the black people in the show was either conniving or broken in some way. And I was like, why is this? And why is the person that is the standard of beauty from a show that is made by a black woman is a white woman? Make that make sense. Like, I I need Shonda to step up to explain that shit to me. Maybe because this is a book. So this 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 story is comes from a book. I didn't read the book, so I don't know if maybe in the book that's how the book is written. Like the, the lady is a white woman and the black man, and uh, like I, it just to me, I just felt like even though it's number one all over the world on Netflix, but I just felt like Shonda. Like if we gonna do this in this society could we at least switch this shit up just a little bit like it was like and then when you actually start thinking about it like the people in the in the storylines from back in the day like these people were like 16 like we are literally talking about parents pimping out their 15 16 year old daughters to 27 year old men or older and we just sitting here like yeah this is a beautiful love story not realizing that this girl is 16 like it's just, it just. After a while, I was like, you know what? I don't know if I like this. Like, it was one of them things where it was, it got very weird to me once, and that's why I can't watch shit because I start thinking, and my mind just start going, and and I start thinking and thinking. It's just, it's real fucked up. But uh, maybe y'all might like it, so check it out. I guess it's still number one on Netflix, so mm, check it out. But let's get into these top ten trending topics of the week. Turn that shit up! Turn
0: that shit up! Turn, shut
1: up. Turn. Let's get into these top ten trending topics of the week. So there was a cool, a crazy cool, a coup cool, cool, cool that took place. So there was a coup, cool, a conservative coup, cool, a Trump coup. Cool. I don't know what you want to call it. You know, it, it was a cuckoo. Okay, it was a cuckoo. There you go. It was a cuckoo that took place last Wednesday. There was some
0: attempts
1: to overthrow the government. And they arrested a couple a couple people. It was like scattered. Like it was like sixty it was thirty thousand. Apparently there was like a thirty thousand people that showed up. They arrested sixty five motherfuckers. Okay. And they like, we can't find these people that we let out. We need y'all help. We can't. We we just we can't. They were like butter. They slipped out our fingers. It was oily and we just I don't know maybe they didn't want to touch him I, I don't know maybe that's what it was and they didn't want to touch him and it was like I'm gonna let somebody else handle it like I, I don't know if that's what happened when they just let him out but they're looking for them if I if I have information I fucking I'm sharing it god damn it like I'm gonna get my money fuck you like I it, shit shit one. <laughs> if and I know another something one. and it, another one if you see something say something that's what I'm saying if you see something say something and apparently there was a bunch of different things that took place we are seeing more images from the violent this violent mob that came there we saw that there were two officers that actually got killed one got bludgeoned in the head with a fire extinguisher the other one was trampled to death so we are starting to see more and more and more people who were injured get hurt now I will say and I will say, okay, I hate to do this or that, but since y'all keep doing it, even though I told y'all to stop that shit, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it, two wrongs don't make a right, but I'm doing it today, okay, I will say, at the Black Lives Matter rallies that y'all was so afraid of, not when their officer died, not one, now I can't say that nobody got hurt, but ain't nobody died, like, I, no, 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 this, this violent, deadly insurrection y'all pulled was crazy and the young woman Ashley Babbitt who got killed she was an Air Force veteran a 14 year Air Force veteran at that she was trying to get into the Capitol building and she was shot by Capitol officers her family are now so well some of them not all of them but some of her family members are now blaming Donald Trump for this they're saying that he still you know he, he he pushed these people because there was a rally first which sidebar to a sidebar it's fucking hilarious fox news i need y'all to get y'all shit together like can we i know we right now we out here just just pulling shit can we pull fox news because like at some point i'm like okay when do we call out the fuck shit because fox news is mad at the media for making connections between trump supporters and conservatives at a trump rally okay now listen Come here come, here, come, here, come, here, come, come here, come, 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 um, come, come, Fox News. Who the fuck do you think was at the Trump rally? Probably Trump supporters. So th- th- I'm just saying, like, it, it d- doesn't take uh, you know Nancy Drew to figure out who the fuck was at this rally. Like, it, it, we know there was it was nothing out there but Trump signs. They took down an American flag and put up a Trump flag. We, we watched it, Fox News. Like, stop it stop it stop it but miss babbitt's family is apparently upset with donald trump because there was a rally that took place trump told them to go out and stop this and they should get mike pence because mike pence is not doing his job sidebar this election certification that we were watching in the senate and in the house it, it it wasn't going to change anything. It's more, I would say it's more bureaucracy, more bureaucracy than anything. It's just an added step to this process because the states had already certified this election. The people had already voted. There really wasn't anything that was going to change at this point there was nothing that was gonna change Mike Pence didn't have the power Mike Pence never had the power listen okay all my people out there that believed that he could do something now let's just let's just put our thinking caps on remember when he was in school Mike Pence is the only person that Donald Trump can't fire okay he was on the ticket that they were voting on and he's the vice president mind you on a day-to-day i'd be trying to wonder like what the fuck do the vice president be doing because technically he kind of like the assistant manager like what he be doing but anyway um you're gonna give the power to the one person that we really i really don't know what he be doing like on a day-to-day i don't really be knowing um the one person that we kind of like your job is ambiguous you know it's it's sort of like yeah Mm, yeah it's, it's it's ambiguous um one person that that just their a job and is on the ticket that y'all are voting on he has the power to overturn the whole election to benefit himself now i want you to let that marinate let it marinate okay let it marinate in there let it think about it let it marinate let it let it seep in your brain and and think about that okay think think about it um just just let that just just rub your head while you think it because that's what i'm doing i'm rubbing my head while i'm thinking about it yeah that don't make sense so I, you know and i know mike pence is mike apparently mike pence has not talked to donald trump since this happened and i mean he's still being loyal as fuck because the, the the republicans are not going for this 25th amendment they will not invoke the 25th amendment which i think is invoking the 25th Amendment makes sense to me okay it makes a ton of sense but they don't want to do that and Mike Pence is not going to go for it. He did introduce their resolution to impeach charging Trump with the incitement of insurrection and this would also the reason why they're doing the impeachment even though Trump is pretty much out of there he's out of office and it this won't take place because they have to wait a little while won't take place immediately is because it would bar him from being able to run again in 2024. So he would not be able to run for public office in the future. But Mike Pence, you know you ever had that homie that did you wrong, did you dirty, and you had to look at him like, what the fuck? Like, you really, This this is who you is? Like, you know? Because Mike Pence need his whole ass kick. Cause he he said and complicit he knew the shit was wrong and he went along with it anyway. But when I think he realized Donald Trump don't give a fuck about him, when he sent them motherfuckers down to the capital where he was. Because I know I know Mike Pence was on the phone in that bunker once they pulled him out of there. It's like you gonna say your people? Get your people! Like I'm I'm in here. I'm in here. Donnie, I'm in here. Like, I know he was... I know that's what he was was texting. Like, get your people. Get get your goddamn people. Like, get your people. Like, I know he was mad. He was heated in there. He was heated because them people was in there with zip ties, which means that they was probably trying to get some hostages. They had some military folks that's getting disciplined. They have police officers that are getting disciplined. The Capitol Police chief stepped down. Like, it's just it's a lot of madness okay it was this is a lot of madness but we'll see what takes place with this and what transpires Uh, we we already kind of we we already kind of knew and Melania trump did come out she mourns the death at the capitol but she doesn't really want to talk anymore about it so I'm like really Melania you could just kept your mouth shut we really didn't need you to come out and say that like just you, you could have just stayed in the house like you we, we, we good we didn't need we didn't need a message from you that's what we got but whatever and Trump is blocked on all he now he can't even talk about it you know Trump is he was he he kept picking up other accounts he kept he was picked up his son Son phoned like Baron, give me a phone. I gotta tweet this out. Like he, he's picked up Melania phone. He was just—he's been tweeting from everybody. He's Ladies trying to find a way, like a little kid. He got it. Just, 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 trying. He's just trying to get. he trying to get on it any kind of way he could. And then everywhere he went, they just blocked it. Like he was just—it just blocked him. And I know he's heated because he loves social media, especially Twitter. So I know he is hot. But the people that blocked him—it was kind of funny a little bit. Like he got blocked from Pinterest. Like what? Say what now? I didn't know you could really like send like messages. He got blocked on YouTube. Like wow. I'm like y'all. I mean, like y'all waited a long time. Goddamn sense to me at all and Reverend Warnock wins in Georgia so does John Ossoff but this actually has a bigger meaning because he becomes the first black man to win a Georgia senate seat and the 11th black man in the senate overall so big hands up to him he you know this is a big this is what a difference a couple of years makes because he was arrested trying to you know pray At the the Capitol, you know, because they were trying to overturn, I believe it's the Affordable Health Care Act. And now he's in the Senate. So he saw a problem and he actually stood up and he did something about it. So now he is in the room where it happens. And his his seat, his Senate seat, actually changed the direction of where America will go. Uh, I mean, it's going to be a fight because this is a narrow majority. So I want people to know that this is not going to be easy because in some of these cases you need a vote of 60 depending on what you're voting on you need a a 60 um, majority in order to pass it. Um, Kamala Harris is going to probably be a tiebreaker a lot because there's such a narrow majority. Uh, So and I think it also still kind of makes you have to still look at us because there was certain people like Ted Cruz that got reelected. It is. yeah, Yeah. Yeah, but big ups to the Democrats. This is a win for them and people are shocked. Yeah, people are shocked at the black how many black women are actually married to a lot of the men who got arrested in the insurrection that happened last wednesday so people started looking they was like they saw it because you know the FBI was like you know we get a, little, get a little money if you can find out about these people so people went and they became the sleuths and they was going they was looking and they pulled up a couple people and it was like oh He's married to a black woman and he got black kids. Like, what? What is this about? Or biracial kids? What is this? Oh my gosh! And because it, there's it one guy who had a beard and everything, and I, he just didn't. I just didn't fit. And then when you see it, it was like, wait, what the fuck? Like, he has a Proud Boy tattoo. The other guy who's married to a black woman and they're not dating. They're married to these women. They have whole Proud Boy tattoos. Um, the guy, I think his name is Steve. Uh, Oach, Steve Oach, or Ouch. Um he actually was on divorce court. I remember watching that fucking episode of him on divorce court. At the back then I didn't know what the fuck, uh, but uh, clearly there's some attention-seeking behavior between him and his wife. So, it probably makes sense why he was one of the loudest people in the room. It, it probably makes sense why he's about to get arrested for inciting this riot. Because he, he likes attention. So, he has a black wife. She's been at the rallies. Now, listen. We can't knock her for having her own views. If she liked Trump and she liked racism, that's her. Like, we, we can't knock. She probably has her own reasons for it, okay? we We can't knock it. I'm pretty sure there's some probably some deep down some some self hatred in there, but we we can't we can't knock her. Okay. We can't knock her for supporting what she supports. But I think that we do eventually need to have a conversation. And and I'll probably do a like a bonus episode of this. We need to have a conversation between preference and fetishism and bias. Cause I'm hearing a lot of people that are floating. This is their prep we we can have a conversation about preference yes some people prefer people who are taller than them i prefer a woman who is slender like we we all have preferences but these preferences come from somewhere so sometimes you do have to sit there and sit back and wonder why What why do, why is it that i can only date a tall guy what what is it about that that makes me like because mm, i like tall men and, you know, I, I kind of know where it comes from, it, but I think that we need to most people don't do that to figure out, OK, well, where do these where do these attractions come from? Sometimes you won't be able to figure it out, but sometimes you will. Like if you realize like oh, I only like women with blonde hair, you might want to sit back and be like, why is it that I'm only attracted to blondes? what is that (laughs) like what is that about so uh, you know just figuring out why some of these things exist and actually having that tough conversation in society about some of these things that we like to mask as preference but it's actually a fetish or it is a Bias that you have against yourself. We don't want to have that conversation. Like I literally watched the sidebar to sidebar. I watched, I believe his name is. I think it's Dan Rue He was on the Cut. I like to watch those videos on Facebook. And the Cut is a game where you like you can ask your parents or a blind date these really outrageous, far left questions. And he was on a date and he was dating a black woman. And on the date. She asked him, are there any deal breakers? And the first thing out of his mouth was, I don't see color. First of all, that's one of the most, cr- I've, I've had this conversation several times. It's, we all see color unless you are blind. Because even if you're color blind, you see grades of color. Like it might be gray or, or a different color than what it is, but you see shades of something. Like you know that there's differences in the shades of these things. You might can't tell me what color it is, but you see that that's darker than that. So I, I don't want to hear that shit. Um, so that was a little bit like, Ugh, that was cringeworthy. But the next thing out of his mouth was, as long as she's not white. So he was like, and mind you, Dan Rue is a white man. So I think sometimes we do need to have these conversations where, okay, what, why is that? That shouldn't be a deal-breaker for you. Somebody's race shouldn't be a dick de- Because their race is literally the amount of melanin in their skin. Like, that they should not be a deal-breaker. That's all I'm saying. And I'm going to get off that soapbox. Because I I, I could talk about it for hours And speaking of dating out Just just dating or dating a black woman Michael B. Jordan Who has gotten a lot of backlash From black women over the years uh, Is finally dating a black woman And guess what happened Black women are still fucking pissed off So now Michael B. Jordan is finally claiming Lori Harvey After he came out about two weeks ago And he denied dating Lori Harvey He is now claiming her So now they're dating And people are outraged Because Lori Harvey be allegedly and i say alleged allegedly dated puffy and puffy's son she was dating future and a couple of other celebrities and it, people are saying well she's getting around okay so all people, the girl people. is in her 20s she should be able to date whoever the fuck she wants to date okay let her date and date some mo as long as she's protecting herself fine plus in hollywood they date in a pool he know who laurie harvey is he know who laurie harvey has dated and if he does not care why the fuck should you like you ask this man to finally date a black woman he dates a black woman and now it's like "Ah, but that's not the kind of black just stop it let them date i'm pretty sure this is probably i'm not knocking their relationship but i'm pretty sure this is probably short term they probably aren't getting married anytime soon if they stay together at all. So let's just let these two young people date and enjoy each other's company. You know what I mean? Just, Just let them date. And the cosmopolitan is facing some backlash itself. Yeah, yeah. They put a plus size woman on the cover and they said, this is healthy. And people were outraged. The people were like, this is promoting, you know, being fat and unhealthy. And this is promoting an unhealthy lifestyle. And this is bad. And I was watching something, it's a show that I, a blog I watch on YouTube, he's so into saving, I love him so much, but he was focusing on weight, so he would call people call in and he would ask them, you know, how, what's your weight and how tall are you, which typically should tell you kind of like the stature of a person, but it's not a full story, even a BMI, not focused so much on weight. And you need to focus on health and i think that's where we get fucked up at because you can be skinny and have high blood pressure you can be skinny and have type 2 diabetes like your health this is not necessarily dictated by how much you weigh now i will say being a person that was a size five or four in my lifetime i'm not that now I'm probably double or dribble the the size now Um, which I'm getting back down I lost 18 well 16 pounds well I haven't been on the scale recently and I've been eating a lot so that's probably not true now but nonetheless and um, anyway I've been on both sides of it so I, I being for me i can only speak for me being having more weight on me typically leads to more unhealthy things happening in my body especially as i age and a lot of it has to do with the way that i eat so if you typically eat better your body will naturally get to a, a healthier place i mean i don't know if we all 100 know what healthy eating is because just because it's coming in a green box it it's vegan but it's processed as fuck doesn't mean that it's healthy somebody's telling me well we, we do need to pay attention to that More but if this young woman that's on the front Of this is healthy hey let's uh- Let's, let's go with it. Let's just, just stop. Somebody else's life don't dictate yours. That's all I'm saying. And Dr. Dre had an aneurysm on January the 4th, but he is better now. So they are reporting that he is doing much better. I don't know if he's out of the ICU, but they're saying that he's doing much better. So I'm glad to hear that, that the doctor is doing better. And Kim and Kanye are splitting after six years. This is no shock to anyone because I think we've been waiting for this to happen for a while, especially after Kanye West went on his rants during his presidential run who's he outed saying that she was had an abortion and all this other stuff and so or she was thinking about having an abortion or aborting their their oldest child uh, so yeah we could see it now people allegedly are saying because this hasn't happened yet these are just sources allegedly are saying that Kim and Kanye this couldn't get nasty because Kim wants sole custody of the children and Kanye West is not gonna allow it to happen because neither one of them want to look like the loser and this is according to people Dot com neither or people magazine neither one of them wants to look like the loser in this divorce which seems very superficial to me it, it just it just reeks of ugh. now and i because like you can't blame kim for the downfall of kanye because he has his own personal demons and things that he needs to work on before he's in a relationship but i will say that the one thing that never sat right with me is if you know that he's going through something why put him on why put him on reality tv why monetize this because clearly he was struggling then but like it just it just never sat right with me so uh i guess how it goes out to both of them and that it works out for them and the kids or whatever and kanye west also is, has another rumor that was going on that he was dating jeffrey star because of a girl on tiktok started a i guess she's a tiktok star i don't know the fuck, Um, started a rumor and I'm pretty sure she's about to get a cease and desist and some other legal documents that Kanye West is dating Jeffree Star because she didn't name Jeffree Star but she said a popular male beauty blogger and because Jeffree Star is in Wyoming and Kanye West is also in Wyoming she people started not her but people started to say it was him now Jeffree Star he played with the rumors for a little bit and then he came out and denounced it because uh, honestly as as attention seeking as he is and this is Kim's friend I, I don't think that he would not Admit this so if this was true I think that Jeffree Star would be all over this And I don't I don't think it is plus he said he likes Tall men though and Kanye West Apparently is not tall and They both have denied it so I think this is a Rumor and my city Of Baltimore goes viral With the mayor Brandon Scott Saying shorty pull your mask Up so a lot of people didn't know the backstory Of it shorty is actually the name Of the guy who was in the video You can hear him He's kind of like screaming in the background. Um, he he also uploaded a, a video So if you've not had a chance to watch his side of it You know he's known these people for quite some time Years in fact he's, He has some issues with the police And, and with, with Brandon Scott And so that's kind of why he was there He just wanted to make his presence known While Brandon Scott was on national television So I you know I think we can Like I said we, we, can, we can do better Like this is probably not the best way to get their attention Because I'm pretty sure he probably still didn't sit down and talk to you so there's other ways to, to get his attention and apparently this wasn't it but what did happen is that people took your image and the name and the stuff and they're monetizing it so you might want to be worried more about that than, than Brandon Scott right now because you missing out on some coins my good fellow my good sir so this has been the top 10 trending topics of the week let's get into this interview with chef hip they pushed me on and me We have a guest today and I'm excited because I love food and this person knows food. And I believe they love food as well, probably more than I do, but they know how to cook it and I don't. So we have Mark Hibble or Chef Hip today. How are you doing today? Hey,
0: I'm good, I'm good. What's up, Lise Winnie, how are you?
1: I'm excited, I'm excited. We, we went through a lot to get here. So I feel like I've known you <laughs>
0: <laughs> at least 10 it years. Was- it was a struggle, but we got it. We're good.
1: We we, we are here. And I want to ask you, because I've seen your Instagram. You you seem to cook amazing food. You have connected with a couple of different uh, celebrities. So tell me, how did you become Chef Hip? Like, wh- how did you get started in the culinary world?
0: Okay, well, the name Chef Hip comes, my name is Hip. My last name is Hipple, right? So I've just been called Hip my whole life. So I just adopted that. So it's Chef Hip. Uh, I was a postman for like 18 years. And it was just like dead end to me, man. I was like killing myself. It was like blood money. I was in the trenches. I was coming home aching and hurting, just not really liking what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, although the money was decent and the work was there, I just, I just wasn't complete, wasn't happy. So something just sparked me to just Take a jump, take the leap in life and just uh, go for what I wanted. I was aspiring to be a chef and to work with food and to do what I wanted to do. So I did you always my- like
1: it? Like even as a kid, were you cooking or this was completely like,
0: nah, I'll try it. Well, I'm a father of three. OK. And it really wasn't until I started having to cook for my family and for my children that I was like, wow, this is like really fulfilling and really like, gratifying. So I, you know, I, I rolled with that. It was like, wow, like it came into fruition from feeding my children basically. And then just like the love and the passion just like started growing. And I was like finding new techniques and new ways to cook, and you know, new foods to try and different herbs and spices. And I was just like turned on by it. I was, I was turned on, Lise.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean that whatever, whatever floats your boat. I don't judge. I don't judge if you're in there rubbing your nipples in the kitchen. That's just one you. I, I don't judge it. But that's really interesting to me that you didn't. have Because most people you hear that cook, they like I've been cooking all my whole life. A lot of the
0: chefs. Exactly. And it it feels like that at this point because the blood, sweat, and tears I've put into it. Um, You know, culinary school, you know, kicked my ass because at the time, you know, not so proud to say this, but, you know, it's a testimony of my life. I was homeless at the time and Mm -hmm. I had three children. And while I was in school, they were out in the parking lot sleeping in the car, man. People don't know this. This is like the first time I've told anybody. Um so this is like raw right here. Um okay. you know, my my that. wife at the time and our three children, they were literally ride or die with me. And for that six to eight hours I was in school, they were in the parking lot. And like I literally would be like the stuff I would like cook in school, mm-hmm. like literally I would like take take portions of it and act as if I was going to the bathroom and I'm like dashing out into the parking lot with my apron and my chef coat on and I'm like actually literally feeding them while i'm in school man it oh, wow. was like crazy it was crazy crazy at the time but we look back on it now and we're like man we, we weathered the storm we got through it and you know it was you made it, was, it. it, it i'm i made it <laughs> i made it uh, you know i'm, I'm still still aspiring to be in other places but uh man at this point I just like look back and I'm just like so blessed and so thankful to god for getting us through that Tough time in life, so.
1: No, but that's that's interesting. I mean, if you can make it through that, you can make it through pretty much anything. Nothing's gonna knock you now. It made you just that much stronger. What what was you were you studying French cuisine? Like, what was your? I, I don't know what you call it in in school.
0: <laughs> so so I'm class. I'm 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 certified, and I was trained in classic French cuisine, which was with the school that I went to, Stratford University in Baltimore. Okay, shout out to that- Strat- shout out to Stratford University. Um the program was was French classic French cuisine and um which is like a great, I mean, a great basis, a great way to start learning how to cook. Like the French don't play. <laughs> 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 they are they are dope with their cooking. And then um you know, from there I just started getting into like other styles of cooking. And I would pick up on like Italian. I would pick up on like, you know, Spanish cuisine or Argentinian, like different, like after I got my basis of French cooking down, I started grabbing from other areas and just pulling everything into one into the center to become the chef that I am right now. So I have a mantra. I say my food is mentally rustic, smoothed out on a home cook tip. With a fine dine appeal to it, <laughs>
1: look at you, Brandon. I like right, it. <laughs>
0: right, right, right. I, I, you know, and I get that from you know my musical idols. I'm a New Edition fan and Belle Biv Devoe, so I kind of if it sounds familiar, yes, it comes from Belle Biv Devoe. But um, I've I've taken that and I've molded it into my own creation and style of cooking. And
1: now a lot of people, because you learned off the fly, because I didn't realize that you learn this and I would imagine it would make it that much harder for you. You're in, you just picked this up and then you go straight to like French cuisine. You're learning, I don't know, Julian style
0: cutting and all of that
1: <laughs> off the cuff. What do you think most people get wrong? Cause I think a lot of people hate cooking because they say it's hard.
0: I can't. Um, cook. It, it can be if you allow it to be, um, the biggest biggest mistake most people make is they rush their food. Okay. Like, you could literally taste food that has been rushed, right? Like, the there's McDonald's. a depth. There's a <laughs> exactly. There's a depth of flavor, and it, it's it's just it's when when food is rushed or just made to be quick. I mean, it, not that it can't be satisfying that mm-hmm. way, right? Because it can be, but at the same time, the best most gratifying and rewarding and satisfying meals are those that would like you actually take your time on and you're actually like braising and you're marinating and you're just like giving like you you know you know like you know like sex you don't just dive right into it right you got gotcha. you get, get your woman warmed up you get your, you know you get her seasoned you get her in the mood right so same with the food right you don't just throw your chicken into a pan and let it sizzle till it's done you know you you might want to marinate it. You might want to season it. You might want to give it some love. You might want to cut it or, you know, prepare it a certain way. So, it, you know, it, it crosses over. It's the same same type of same type of vibe.
1: Message men, if you, and, <laughs> I guess in <and> women. <laughs> so it's rushing it. So we, we have to take our time. But what about the people that say, because I know you have three kids. Like, I, you know, I got kids. I got work. Like give us some chef tips for dummies. Like, how do we step up our food game if we're saying like we don't have the time, it's too expensive. Are there ways that you can make better food?
0: Uh there I mean there are, right? The shortcuts and the 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 cheating cheap ways are uh literally seasoning, right? So, you know, go beyond like you're at regular salt and pepper, right? Okay. Try something different, man. Put some cayenne on it. Put, put some, like, oregano in into there. Put, you know, put different herbs and spices into your foods, into your meals. If you don't have the time, it's not a problem, right? With, okay. You know, nowadays, like, you know, it's a quick society. Like, we, we want something instant. but and, and that's cool, right? But do it with a little bit of thought behind it, right? Mm-hmm. Go, step, step, step beyond just the salt and pepper, right? Okay. Use, check out your different olive oils, right? I mean... All these things come into play with flavor. So, my my suggestion would be just you know try different flavors, different spices, different oils. Right? There's like safflower, sunflower seed oil. There's like avocado oil. There's coconut oil. Right? Let's let's try let's try different things so we can kind of like spark, keep the spark alive in our food, so to say.
1: Okay. So, uh, you know I'm. I... You've seen pictures of me. I'm black. So I, I grew up, <laughs> like, you know, we, we live by the seasonings over here, you know, in the African-American culture. You chef yeah. hip. He's a Baltimore boy. It's seasoned because, OK, so it's season all and seasoned salt considered good seasoning or should we kind of like, oh.
0: Uh, let's see. Are, are, are you on Edmondson Avenue or are you over east? <laughs> uh, listen, I, you know, you can't, you can't knock nobody for what's available to them. Right. Okay. Um, so let's just doctor, let's, let's, if you want to use Lowry's or, okay. or season all, or season salt, you know, Hey, so be it. Right. But doctor it up, right? Maybe squeeze some lemon in on top of that. Maybe, you know, maybe put some, some fresh herbs along in with it. It, There's no, there's no right or wrong way, you know, especially when it comes to like personal, like home cooking, Mm -hmm. like do you, like be uninhibited, try new things, you know, don't be ashamed if it doesn't work out, you know, because that's the learning experience, right? You try things, it's not always gonna be, it's not always Gucci in the kitchen. Your plate's not always gonna be Gucci. Your meal's not always going to be what it could be, but be brave, be daring, try different things. You know what I'm saying? I've... I didn't know food from a ham sandwich when I first started, you know? So just, you know, do things that make sense. You know what I'm saying? You're not, not going to put peanut butter in your lasagna, okay. right? Let's just, let's just do stuff that makes sense, right?
1: I do have a friend, though, that eats peanut butter on uh, peanut butter and jelly. I mean, bacon on peanut butter and jelly, which okay.
0: is, is interesting. She, yeah, she has a... that's a that's yeah. different, but, you know, that could work. You know, I, I, I do bacon and uh, watermelon, right? Really? So you, you wouldn't really think that goes together, but a little bit of bacon, turkey bacon. I use turkey bacon. Turkey bacon and watermelon with a little bit of basil. You'd really be surprised how those flavors really blend together.
1: How do you come up with, see, I would imagine, I don't know if you, you're still um, married, because I know you mentioned you were married, but I would think it would be a lot of women, younger women now, we, we don't cook. I would imagine that would be like a. uh, I can't date a woman that doesn't cook. I can't date a woman that can't eat bacon with watermelon. I just I can't.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Well, I mean, it's all it's all personal preference, right? I mean, we're all different. We all have different taste buds. We all, you know, it's you you can't really knock somebody for what what they like or what they don't like. And then there's also like food allergies that come into play. My Mm -hmm. kids have certain dietary restrictions because they're allergic, they have some allergies to certain foods. So. You you maneuver around it. You like water. You beat up and roll around it, and you just find ways to make it work.
1: I would imagine that's hard being a, a chef, especially with all of the allergies nowadays. It, being a personal, especially being a personal chef, because everybody doesn't tell you off the cuff. Like, I, you know, I'm allergic to tree nuts. Like, right, you gotta right. Navigate
0: well, that world. And well, if you're a chef, you you you, you know that's something you got to prepare for. That's something you got to be conscious of because. Everybody don't eat the way you eat. Okay. Everybody don't eat the way I eat. You know what I'm saying? So you have to be accommodating. You have to, you have to have a, a bag of tricks up your sleeve. That if uh, this person don't like dairy, Breaking. oh, you just cut out a lot of shit. If you don't eat dairy, you know what I'm saying? There goes the milk. There goes the cheese. There goes a lot of the creams. So you have to, you know, you have to be knowledgeable and adapt and use alternatives. Maybe you're gonna use coconut milk. Maybe you're gonna use almond milk. You know what I'm saying? Maybe going to use that nut cheese. That, okay. That, that, <laughs> watch it. That, 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 that dairy-free cheeses that are, you know, made from nuts. So, yeah, nut cheese, right? That's that's the word today, nut cheese. Use is that nut really
1: cheese. what that is? I wasn't even thinking about that. Oh, that's the, the, interesting. So, it's so nut the cheese.
0: Non, the non-dairy cheeses, for the most part, are made from nuts.
1: I've been eating nut cheese this whole time.
0: (laughs) Watch it, Winnie.
1: (laughs) I didn't even know it. Now I got to go back. My mind is blown.
0: Right, right, right. That nut cheese. Yeah, you eat more nut cheese than you probably know if you're not eating dairy. (laughs) (laughs) You probably just try. You should try the nut cheese.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's a lot of dudes out there. They can sell it. They just don't know. There's a market. But. You know, you like music as well. So we, we have to pair it like a, a great wine or a fine wine to a meal.
0: Mm. Mm. To kind of yes. like
1: elevate the, the music, the food. So let's yes. let's say, for example, what, what are you liking? Because I know you said new edition is your favorite, but we got yes. this old school music. We have new school music. Do you hate it? Do you think you would change it? And have we lost the fundamentals of music?
0: Um, I gotta be careful here, right? Okay. Because I'm I'm an old head. I'm I'm 45, right? Okay. Um, so I come from an era where I'm like the 90s music and the 80s and 90s. That was like my time for music, right? So, I'm I'm like Nas. I'm like A. Z. You know, Jay Z, Biggie, Pop, of course, right? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, EPMD, like you know these type of type of groups. And music definitely coincides with food, right? It's all about senses, right? Mm -hmm. So when you're eating, you're using basically all your senses, right? You're using your eyes, you you feed yourself with your eyes first, right? You gotta like what you see. You obviously gotta smell your food, right? Then you're physically like picking it up, touching it, eating it, right? So it's like all senses. And then you have music, right? Which is like super stimulating. It, It brings on memories. It, it brings on good feelings. Like when you hear your song, right? It just, you could, you could be having the worst day ever. Right. But your song come on the radio. You didn't play it. It's on the radio. And, oh, that's my shit. Like your whole mood changes. Right. 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 So same with food. So yes, they're there. It's, it's a marriage, you know, it's a match made in heaven, right? You, you know, food and music. It's, you know, when you go to a restaurant, they're playing soft music. Right. Right. It's, it's all stimulating. It's all part of the senses. So yeah, it's, they they definitely go together 100 you can't have, you know you gotta have, you can't have one without the other
1: but do you do you approve like if because it sounds like I, i'm you like the older music better and i know a lot of people who grew up in that era say that the music now
0: is trash
1: like it's yeah. just not it's, where it okay. could go
0: so, so it's You know, like the whole mumble rap and the state of music now. I'm not going to say it's trash because there's some dope songs out there, right? And there's some dope artists. There's, you know, you can't, you know, it is what it is. But, I mean, it's just different. It's, you know, I can't even really put it into words. It's like, it's just different. You know what I'm saying? Like, the music is different. It's like, it seems like everyone's doing music. Anybody could do music in their house, you know, everything's being streamed. I just Mm -hmm. come from a time where it's like, you know, you had to dig and scratch to find what your artist was doing or when their next CD was gonna be released in the store where you actually had to go, you know, get your money up, go to the store and buy that CD or tape that, right? And, you know, physically hold it in your hands. And, you know, when you open it up, right, it was always an insert, right? And it had some (laughs) photos and, you know, saying you know that maybe the lyrics maybe lyric sheet like you just don't really have that nowadays so just the whole music experience overall is different but as far as artists and music songs today it's it it is it's different i'm not gonna say i hate it um i'm I'm just gonna say that i really enjoy 80s and 90s hip-hop r&b that's my genre that's that's what i love
1: I agree with you. I like that you use different. That's a, that's a nice way to put it when you don't necessarily <laughs> I'm gonna be like safe.
0: It. I'm, I'm just going to be safe because I'm not going to knock anyone's hustle or grind. Like, you know, you can't please everybody. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, so that, you know, kudos to all the artists currently grinding, you know what I'm saying?
1: Shout out to all the artists, See, small and large, independent and on a label. Shout out to everybody for doing what they love. I can't, you got to respect somebody that follows their dreams. Now there's, there's no more R and B though. I will say that I feel like R and B kind of left like in the late two thousands, it just left.
0: I I agree. I I totally agree. But, but you know, thank you eighties and nineties R and B artists for leaving us the catalogs you left because that's the barometer. That's, that was like the best time for, especially for R&B. Like you said, like the, you know, mid 2000s, it's just kind of left. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's we don't just, get it's just not present the way it, it, the way it used to be on the level it used to be.
1: Yeah, I think people, it, it, the rap took over so much that I feel like a lot of the R&B artists kind of went hip hop. It was like, oh, well, no one's really rocking this right now. I'm going to start rapping and Doing all of this type of stuff because my favorite one of my favorite singers in the whole world is Beyonce, and even Beyonce right, started right. rapping.
0: <laughs> so yeah, it was even like, Beyonce has a couple tracks, and you're just like, Really, B? <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> and, <laughs> really? and I'm in the beehive, I got platinum membership, right? right. But it, it just was like, ah,
0: Really? Yeah. Make you, mm. make you shake the head, right? Make, make you slap your forehead. Slap your forehead emoji. <laughs> it
1: does. But speaking of Beyonce, she is married to one of the artists that people say is on the rap throne. Who you who do you think is taking over? Like, you know, Jay-Z's not... real I mean, he has had an album in recent years, but he's not really making music. He's just a billionaire. Like, th- this is not his thing. Music is his second thing. It's not really what he does. You know, Lil Wayne, he had a questionable year, so we're going to put him... To the side and we don't have a whole lot of people. Who are you? Who is taking over? Is it Drake? Is it J Cole? Like, who is next? it,
0: it, it is actually those two that you just said, Drake and J Cole. They're they're up next. You know, they've been up actually for a minute. But uh, wow, I mean, that's that that's tough. You know what I mean? Because it's it's not set. Music's not set up the way it used to be. It's not like there was. It's not like there's like uh, major labels right now. That are, that are really supplying the artist where it used to be back in the day. Right. You, you know, um, but again, back to the, back to the old, old school, you know what I'm saying? Like Nas just dropped a, a CD a, a few months ago, mm-hmm. um, which is dope. Um, you know, Snoop is always doing his thing. Um, Eminem just dropped a, a new CD, uh, music to be murdered by it's. You know, it's it to me. It's it's the old. It's the older guys. Like, you know, they're they're getting older now. So you know, they're on their last, not their last days, but they're they're coming into their last possible third of their career or last quarter of their career, mm-hmm. just based on their age alone. So well, hip hop is move. aging
1: though, because you know, hip hop was when we were kids. Hip hop was newer, and we didn't crazy. see old
0: rappers
1: because right. it was new.
0: Right. <laughs> so it was- I will see. Back in the day, if you were older, you, you know, you can't rap no more. You're done. You're, you're over, son. It's, it's a rap. Right. But, you know, like you said, you know, Jay-Z, like, he still gets it in. Like, I just mentioned Nas gets it in. Uh, M, he's, what, in his 40s. Mm-hmm. But they're still, you know, they're still doing it. They're still doing it. So, to me, those are the guys I listen to because that's what I'm used to. That's that's who I like. You know what I mean? So
1: we never know little Takashi might be the new rap king we we just have to <laughs> wait
0: <laughs> man yeah, yeah okay,
1: <laughs> okay. He, we, we'll see we'll see what happens with that one
0: we'll, we'll see what happens with that but but he does I mean he's got a he's got a hell of a following I tell you that a lot of people got their eye on him so for whatever reason it may be he's he's up there as well you know he's pulling numbers so he, you know gotta respect that
1: yeah it also is a woman's game right now so music the music powerhouses right now are all women like you you got cardi you you got mad you got the city girls women are taking over this this whole hip-hop rap genre do you think that we have turned a, a new leaf where women can be at the top because we had some good ones like back in the day we had kim you know mm-hmm. we had missy we had foxy but they just never, I don't i don't know what it was. They just never could transcend the numbers of what men were doing. Now it seems to be the opposite. Do you think we've turned a leaf in hip-hop?
0: I, 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 it, it appears that way, doesn't it? Um, you know, these girls are actually pretty dope. I mm-hmm. mean, they, they selling a lot of sex. They selling their bodies. They selling the whole sexual part of it, which actually Lil' Kim did as well back in she the day. did. But when you compare, uh, what she was selling sexually herself, as to what they are now, it's like tenfold. You know what I'm saying? It's like okay, the, like the women nowadays—they're just like uninhibited, man. It's just
1: you think like, hardcore? You you've heard hardcore, so you think hardcore? That album is not the same as maybe Cardi's
0: album. It, it, I mean, in a lot of ways, it is right. It's it's kind of raw. It's raunchy. It's unfiltered. <laughs> it's you know it, the shock value, like. Like damn, she said that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's like it's it's weird. I I I I can't really explain and I don't know why it is the way it is, but I think you answered
1: it though. I think it's the persona. Like we knew we we knew the persona of Kim, but we didn't know Kim. Cardi on social media every fifteen minutes. Shout out to Cardi, I love her. But she's on social media every 15 seconds. So we know her personally.
0: Yeah, we feel like we know her, right? Right. So, you know, it it leaves a different taste in your mouth. It's a different type of following. It's like, that's my girl. That's my (laughs) homegirl. Never met her in my life. (laughs) Never even been around her. But that's my homie. That's my (laughs) homegirl.
1: Maybe that's it. Maybe that's why I like her so much, because I feel like I'm a part of her life. Like, we know when all her and all set beef and we know when she going to get food. Like we just we know (laughs)
0: everything that's going on. We actually
1: know too much sometimes. I agree. I think we do. I think that's what it is. Now, I want to ask you, because now we got to pair it together. So you said music goes with food, which I Mm -hmm. agree with you. I never thought about it that way, but they both really take you out. They can take you out of this world with the senses that they bring. And when you put them together, it's like an explosion. So let's play like a a short game of what food are you cooking when you hear So... Let's say you were listening. The radio comes on, and they start playing Jay Z. Reasonable doubt. What are you cooking when that mm-hmm. comes on?
0: Oh, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting down. I'm getting rustic. I'm, uh, I'm actually going to infuse some of my food with either THC or CBD. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. As a matter of fact, I have a post of a meal I made my last. Post. I made um for Biggie. I made a T-bone steak with cheese eggs and Welch's cream okay. <laughs> Right? Right. So that was one of the meals I made. And I was listening to Big at the time. And that, that line dropped, and I was like, what the fuck? I was like, oh, well, I ain't never seen no one else make that shit. So I <laughs> it. Right. So I made a T-bone steak with cheese, eggs, Welch's grape, and I infused it with CBD. So it, it does have its influences. I was listening to uh, Jay Z, "Girls, girls, girls," right? Mm-hmm. So I made uh, a roast con polio French fries, and crepe. Man, check out my page; you can see it on there. Like I literally made these meals that that are in these lyrics, and it's like it ha- it does have its influences, right? So to, to answer your question, if I'm here, if I'm listening to Jay Z, I, I might make an infused meal. You know what I'm saying? I may I might make something that's a little more street i might make you know, we from baltimore you know all about the chicken box right 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 Salt <laughs> pepper ketchup right so that's that you know that it puts you in that mood and in that mind frame so so yeah you could actually hear music and hear specific artists and just kind of almost make your own dish based on that artist and whatever song you might be hearing at the time. So
1: well when Bell Biv DeVoe, I know that you said that's your favorite group. When that come when that come on, poison what you playing. What what you cooking? What you cooking?
0: Well I ain't gonna poison you,
1: right?
0: Okay. <laughs> but, okay. but I'm gonna make some shit that you'd be like, damn this shit is poison, right? So I mean it could uh, anything rustic right I'm I'm going to keep it keep it simple right I mean it could be a, it could be a fish I mean it could be anything right but you're just going to you're going to trick it out and you're going to try some things and be a little more daring and brave because you're in this mind frame of like you rocking out the music and you're like okay all right I'm you know I'm going to try something different right now so it's 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 all a state of mind man it's all a state of mind
1: okay and tell people how they can because you you are a personal chef correct so that means that people could potentially if they have like an event or whatever they could book you how do people get in touch with you how can people find you how can people reach you
0: okay so so because the pandemic right okay i was the restaurant i was working for you know obviously we we shut down and i got laid off so i'm like i was in this like no man's land for a minute i'm like you know what You know, what the heck? Unemployment ain't going to be doing it for for too long. Like I need to make some moves. And I just started thinking, I was like, you know, I can't go to another restaurant because they're going to be closed down as well. Right. Mm. So I just started thinking, I was like, you know, this is what I want to do. Food is what I want to do. So I started having like these first started with family. I just started cooking for family. Right. And I started preparing meals. And I'm like, hold on. I was like, I could do this. I could branch out and I could advertise myself. I'm doing it all on my own, so I don't have like a, a marketing team or you know any backing, but I just reached out to some friends first and I started cooking for them, right? And then I'm like, damn. So I just started simply just on my Instagram page only. I'm just advertising my food and that, that I'm a personal and private chef. Um, I, I work for a family in Bel Air as a private chef. Private chef meaning that you get room and board, right? Mm-hmm. But you're in that you're in their kitchen, you're in their house and you're cooking for them it, as much as they need you to. Mm-hmm. And then a uh, personal chef is is one where like you could do gigs for for like one event, right? So that's okay. the difference between a private private is exclusive. You you're actually living in the home, you're in the kitchen for x amount of weeks or months however long they need you okay whereas a um a personal chef is just like per event right okay so i'm Wait, i'm I just like aver- i'm just advertising myself and I'm, I'm doing both right now so i'm getting gigs i'm i'm getting dinners and, and i'm preparing meals for up to 10 people at any given time so to reach out to me right now at this point in time It's strictly on my Instagram page. I'm trying to branch out into Facebook. I don't really dabble in Facebook too much, but I love Instagram. It's easy. It's streamlined. It's quick. It's, you you know, to me, it's, I'm, I'm most familiar with Instagram. So if you hit me up on Instagram, if you have an event or, or dinner that you would like to have cooked for you and a loved one, or you and up to 10 people, hit me up at hip. It's, it's two underscores. H I P P two underscores. So at underscore, underscore H I P P underscore, underscore hit me up with a DM and we we could roll from there, man.
1: That's so dope. And I, I want everybody who listens to this to know, he says he doesn't have a marketing team, but the way that he does his Instagram, the posts that he does, you would think that he does. So he does amazing work. Please make sure that you reach out to him. He's such an amazing person. He has an amazing story. It's like I said, I didn't know that, that when I see people that have overcome that type of just stuff in your life and you are still able to be an amazing human being, to still love people, not to be bitter and still go forth coming from where we, like we're from Baltimore. It's a lot of people that say, hey, I can't do no better. I can't do no better. This is all I got. So I, I appreciate you. Please reach out to him. I know that I will. We we didn't get a chance to connect, but we definitely will. Especially after this pandemic
0: is over, we, we, we no definitely got do No something. doubt, we got to. All
1: right. Well, no I doubt. appreciate you coming. You can come back anytime you want. Because one day we're gonna do a cooking session. He, you you're gonna te- I don't cook, so you gotta teach me how to cook.
0: Okay, that's what it is. That's what it is, Lise. We're we're gonna get it in. We're gonna we're gonna eat good.
1: yes Yes. we will feast thanks again so much for coming all right this has been another episode of millennials anonymous podcast and i'm so happy chef hip stopped by thank you so much you're such a dope guest make sure you go and follow him on social media support him so if you need a chef for an event or whatever make sure you reach out to him he is such a great human being and it's just amazing how the connections go because he's connected with Miss Amy Correa Bell or Amy 818 and and so both of them are so dope so I'm like oh this is amazing cause dope people bring dope people so if you are a dope person typically you know dope people cause dope people don't we, we don't really do the fuck shit like if you a fucking asshole we don't really fuck with you like that so shout out to her as well for bringing another dope person in the, the releve of, of my attention so i appreciate her and if you haven't had a chance to go listen to that episode which you guys love that fucking episode by the way make sure you go out and listen to it so thank you so very much for tuning into another episode of millennials anonymous podcast we will be back again next week we will be talking with shizzle from the shizzle show down in florida So make sure you tune in another. He is not another, but he's a WPIR 98.4 FM alum. Uh, We are station mates, I guess. So make sure you tune into that. We had an interesting conversation as well. we will be back. So make sure you stay safe. Bye.